Friend, please help Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry by supporting the cost to produce Spirit-Filled Radio and Podcast for this current fiscal year. You can become a partner with Spirit-Filled Hearts by donating monthly. Your contributions make a difference in the lives of all those who listen to our radio shows and podcasts. Thank you for your support. Go to spiritfilledhearts.org and click on the donate button. That's spiritfilledhearts.org. Welcome to Healing of Addictions on Spirit-Filled Radio. On this show, we talk about breaking the chains of addictive behaviors and receiving the healing power of Jesus in restoring you to an abundant life. Get ready for some inspiring testimonies of those who have found themselves in some very dark places, but then to a point of recovery through Christ. Here is your host, Andrew O'Keefe. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Andrew O'Keefe. I'm your host on Healings and Addictions, and we are glad you're with us today. Healings and Addictions is the podcast we have here on Spirit-Filled Radio, which deals with people in addiction, suffering from addiction themselves, as well as their parents and loved ones who suffer with them, and some of the folks that have gone before us in getting into a recovery program and seeing God in manifest in our lives in every aspect. Whereas before, we, I was never able to find God in the liquor stores and the bars and the parties and the crack houses and the whorehouses. However, I did find Satan there, and he worked me over good, almost took me home a number of times. However, by the grace of God, I received a miracle of God, and I was able to get in recovery. And I am so blessed for that 25 years later. This morning, we have a really special guest, a, a goddaughter of mine. I have a lot of goddaughters and godsons. I'm blessed. And some of them even call me godfather, which is not a bad thing <laughs> sometimes. So I have a really special guest today. Her name is Demetria, and she is a sister of mine in the recovery program. And she's going to tell us her story, her experience, strength of hope of what it was like growing up into a world within a world that I'd never heard, I'd never realized before until she's explained what it was like for her to grow up in her environment. And I'm going to let her tell you about that. And we're going to open this show here shortly, right after Demetria opens us up with the serenity prayer. Thank you for joining us on Spirit-Filled Radio here at our podcast. Please download our app, really easy to download, spiritfulradio.org. And there we are. You're all set. You have the access to the app. Wonderful music, wonderful programming, wonderful God everywhere. Podcast, we had 40, over 40,000 downloads last year on our podcast. So we are appealing to an audience by the grace of God under Deacon Steve Greco's leadership. And also our sound, our engineering guy, the guy that puts us everything together for us, Jim Governale. And he uh, has uh, operated our podcast here for a year and a half now. And this is, I think, episode number 65 in a year and a half. We have 65 different guests, so we're really blessed. So, Demetria, please, for no with no further ado, please open us up with the serenity prayer. And tell us a little bit about how it was, what happened, and then a big focus on what it's like today. Thank you for joining us. Sure, no problem. Good morning. Um, yeah, let's start off with the serenity prayer. God, Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. 
Amen. Okay, where do I begin here? Huh. Well, okay, first of all, my name is Demetria. I'm 47. I'm from the Navajo Reservation. I come from an alcoholic family, or dead, I should say. Uh, I have, well, had two little brothers. I, I only have one now who is also uh, working a program alongside with me. How I grew up, um, you know, I grew up with an alcoholic mother. I had a big trauma happen to me when I was six years old. I witnessed my my father, you know, having a heart attack in front of me. And, um, you know, that's the trauma I've carried my whole life. And uh, I believe that, you know, that trauma that I witnessed really had a lot to do with one of my many reasons of drinking, you know, a lot of blame and all the stuff towards my mother, who was my biggest resentment. But I'll get to that a little bit later. Um, so just... In general, you know, uh, long story short, my childhood was we never really had a home. Uh, we don't have uh, a place to go home to back on the reservation. Being that my mother being an alcoholic, she just moved us from uh, family members to family members. So, um, you know, I grew up raising my brothers uh, since I was six. Me and my little brother, we, we lost our brother in between us about uh, five years ago kind of a mysterious death in, um, you know, in Albuquerque, you know, his body was in the morgue for four months and we didn't know until uh, this was all through the holidays. So, you know, that's something uh, I'm still uh, dealing with, but, you know, I have a small family. I'm the only girl. I'm the oldest. My childhood was pretty rough. Like I said, no uh, religion, no, uh, even me being uh, Native American, well, some of our family members were real traditional, and my mom, she just did not want anything anything to do with religion. At times that she was sober, I would probably say maybe one week out of the month, and then maybe she would skip a month or two to where she was, you know, a very good mother. Uh, but other than that, it was just, you know, uh, nonstop uh, drinking she she really uh, was codependent, you know, different men in her life. So, um, you know, I had a lot of different stepfathers, but, you know, my main focus was my two little brothers. So I took on that responsibility uh, fairly at a young age. And, you know, I still do. I still do to this day. Also, my background is also in the medical field. I've uh, been a nursing assistant for um, since high school. I'm a patient care technician now. So I've always been in the medical field. Uh, I have that caring, nurturing heart, you know. So uh, for a while there, I took care of a lot of people. I put people first before my needs. You know, this is when I was in my addiction as well, too. I really didn't take care of myself, uh, let myself go, let a lot of my dreams go just because, you know, I took responsibility for my brothers and my family growing up. You know, we were back and forth from household to household. Uh, didn't have no uh, spiritual background, a lot of domestic violence, you know, unfortunate, you know, I'm grateful that I wasn't abused as a child um, physically, you know, but I got it, you know, emotionally and mentally, of course. And so, you know, basically that's how I grew up uh, just, you know, with an alcoholic mother, um, she would have, you know, her little sober sprees, which, like I said, mentioned before, you know, she was an excellent mother. Those were probably the, the some of the childhood memories I remember the most. 
But the majority of my childhood memories is all due to her alcoholism, you know, sitting outside bars waiting for her to come out. Um, I learned how to drive my vehicle when I was like 14 years old, uh, just because my mother crawled in a back seat with her boyfriend and passed out and we were parked down on the side of the road, you know, and I had my two little brothers in there. And they were crying and hungry. So I had to get into, you know, the driver's seat and thank God it was an automatic. So I learned a lot of things pretty much on my own, uh, the hard way. But also, uh, like I said, never losing my father at that young age, really young age. I believe, you know, my life would have turned out differently if he never passed away on me. You know, seeing that that look on his face the morning that he died uh, is something I'll always carry with me. You know, right now, you know, I'm doing some trauma counseling just because of it, because I've been, you know, um, not dealing with it. Like I said, I'm 47. I've been dealing with it now for like 40 years, you know, now that I'm sober and in recovery, you know, these are things that I should have dealt with some time ago. But, you know, like I said, I never uh, really had support. It being on the reservation, there is really no support out there. Um, like we have out here in Phoenix, you know, these uh, programs that we have out here. We'd like to talk to us a little bit later, Dimitri, in your, in your section on what it's like today. Some of the recovery programs that are here that I was not aware okay. of. And folks, I want to thank you for joining us today on Feelings of Addictions. Our guest is Demetria from the reservation. And she had a pretty rough upbringing and uh, throughout her family lost her father. Her mother was... And now I'm really totally reliable and great, you know, all the way back to grandparents. So it's a rough road to hoe and uh, it's a tough fight to get through. But Demetria got through that or is getting through that. And we're just really interested in her story. So please, Demetria, go ahead. Fast forward, you know, past my childhood, like Bill, um, he said, you know, I have no, no uh, parental upbringing. Uh, grandparents were also, you know, uh, addiction to alcohol and stuff like that too so you know never really had my family growing up just me and my brothers so okay fast forward um you know i graduated high school well i was determined to graduate high school even though i had my son when i was um, 16 i got pregnant intentionally just to try to get my mom's attention um hoping that maybe bringing a grandchild into the you know her life would you know, make her stop, but you know, that didn't. So, um, you know, but I don't ever regret having my son, you know, so, but okay. So fast forward more. Um, so I stayed in my addiction for a while and it got worse, uh, maybe the past six, seven years. I came down here to Phoenix back in 2020 and it's now 2023. I've been sober, uh, as of February 2nd, 2023. I've been sober one year. What a party uh, that was. What a <laughs> yes, party. Thank yes, you. Yeah. We all got to celebrate that. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, sure. um, congratulations yeah. again. Yeah. We never, Thank we never you. get tired of telling you congratulations. So. Oh, I know. You know, I never get tired of hearing it too. Oh, ah, good. Good. <laughs> so, you know, the, it took me two years actually when I came down in 2020 <laughs> here to Phoenix to get help. I didn't come down here on my own. I had a good friend of mine bring me down who is also a recovering alcoholic for like 20 some years now. But you know, my intention at the time was I'm just going to do the 30 days. That's it. That's it. That's all I'm going to do, you know, just to get them off my back. But you know, from there, you know, it just turned from 
finding the alcohol was too easy to get down here, you know? So, you know, it resorted to, you know, doing awful things, stealing and stealing money and stuff like that still. So I brought my addiction down from the reservation down here, which was more accessible. So, uh, yeah, fast forward a little bit, you know, addiction going on a couple of months, years, you know, the situation with my liver. So I think that was one of the main reasons I really quit drinking because, uh, my mother, who was an alcoholic, she died of liver cirrhosis. So she was only 45. My grandmother, her mother was only in her late 60s that she died of cirrhosis. So, you know, people were automatically or, you know, assuming that I was going to be next in line. You know, for a while there, I had that in my head, like, okay, you know, I'm just going to be like my grandmother and mother. So I might as well prove them wrong. So that was part of my, my driving, you know, besides all of the trauma. But, you know, like I said, you know, uh, that was one of my main focuses when I, uh, for my reason to stop drinking. And I started going to my, I found uh, Sunrise Serenity um, AA meeting, which is a, like a 10, 15 minute walk from where I live right now every morning at 630. So I leave here around 6, 615. Um, I walk to my meetings, you know, sunshine, rain, whatever. That is my hour of serenity. That's my hour of peace. Uh, I just, you know, I'm so, that's my second home. I can say that. Uh, that's the place I found, uh, you know, my, the group was my higher power at first because, you know, now that me working the steps, uh, I understand all this stuff. You know, I've learned a lot from my meetings. I love to hear everybody's stories and shares. You know, like one of our meeting members said, you know, we should just be called Sunrise Serenity Bobbleheads because we're all sitting there bobbing our head. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm, I'm bobbling right along with you now. And I think that that's... Yes. That's yeah. a good thing because that's my so, home too. You know, so thank you folks for joining us on Healing of Addictions. I'm Andrew O'Keefe and our guest star interview today is Demetria. <laughs> and she's uh, out on the reservation following in her mother and her grandmother's footsteps and her father. And, and then something happened and then she came in and found Sunrise Serenity. So was there an event or an, a, a lightning bolt from God or was there a witness that said to you, please come in? What happened? That would, transition you into that meeting and into recovery i went for a while that i was pin, trying to pinpoint the exact moment but i think it was just you know everybody always telling me to come back come back you know what uh, i went to a AA meeting you know a couple of months ago and we had god sticks and it says what was your first accomplishment in aa and, you know, being an A for, you know, a couple of months by then, you know, the first, I had so many, but the one thing that stood out to me is that I came back the very next day. That was my biggest accomplishment in AA. I came back the next day and I kept coming back. So, yeah. um, yeah. So just that getting works. this. Yes. Sometimes that works. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so like I say, meeting makers make it. So, oh, there you, you go. know, I can't mm-hmm. emphasize enough to uh, my peers to people that I meet, you know, and everybody knows in my family now uh, uh, that I, I'm a part of AA, you know, shy about it. I let everybody know I'm in recovery. Uh, most of my family members that, you know, back home realize, you know, how far I've come as well. Uh, you know, a lot of them have come back around to me, you know, you know, are very proud of me. Uh, another blessing I would like to also bring up too is my little brother. Uh, my little brother, uh, two years younger than me, and he's going on a year, a year and a half coming up. He's going on a year and a half next month. So, um, you know, uh, where, uh, me and my little brother, uh, <laughs> Yeah, like I said, you know, we grew up the same. Um, teenage years was kind of different, but, you know, same mother, same background. Um, he's working a program. He's in a program here with me. Very blessed to have my brother next to me. 
you know, we are just, you know, showing our family members. We're showing people that know us from back home. We're showing our Navajo people back on the reservation that, you know, even though, yeah, a brother and sister can work a program, a brother and sister can do this. So we're bringing hope and awareness that, you know, recovery is really possible for, you know, anybody, everybody, especially, you know, between a brother and sister coming from this kind of a background, you know, a lot of people know how we grew up. So we're just, everybody can't say enough of how happy they are with uh, with us, you know, or, or bonding with more relationships that we had lost in the past. So, so a, real yeah. special, a real special event happened recently, which I was able to be witness to, and that was your brother had a milestone a few months ago. Can you talk about that? And on Spirit Phil Hearts Radio, uh, Healings and Addictions, I'm Andrew O'Keefe, and our guest star is Demetria yeah, today, yeah. and she's talking the story about what it was like to have her own recovery and her own witness, but her brother came right. So that guy she's been taking care of all of his life since he was a little guy is somebody she's still taking care of for her mother and her grandmother and her father. She is passing on that love down, which her mother and grandmother and father had. They were just could have not had the opportunity to display that in a sober life, but Demetria has done that. So talk to us a little about some blessed event that happened a few months ago <laughs> at a big old meeting where you and your all your peers were there. Yeah, you know, okay, well, yeah, now that, you know, I mentioned my peers. Okay, so right now I'm part of a, my program that I joined here. Uh, it's called My Behavior Health Treatment, my BHTC. I've been a client with them since uh, I started my recovery last year in February. So uh, my program is, you know, of a stabilization program. You know, we get people on their feet. You know, we don't really expect changes right away. We don't expect them to do this and that. Uh, just the wanting to be... Uh, sober and work a recovery program is what we all we ask for you know so uh i had my brother join me back in um, october and that was around his birthday as well and the next month in november was his one year sobriety date so you know i invited him over to our crossroads meeting and bill was there and you know i was you know you know the speaker and uh, i also presented my brother with his one year chip so that was a really special day. Amazing. Standing, yes, standing, a standing ovation. Yeah, yes, it was. It was a special day. You know, everybody was there. My peers were there. So, you know, my peers are really special to me. My program is awesome. Um, I have great news, too, which I wanted to mention at the meeting the, um, two days ago. I'm officially going to be um, staff come April 1st. Outstanding. So, Congratulations. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. um, you know, right now I'm a peer support specialist. So now it's going to be slash student coordinator. So I'll be able, me and my other housemate here, the male peer support, uh, Marlon, you know, he's also working a recovery program. Same background with him as well. Different tribe. We're not related. We are only three weeks apart in sobriety. And so, you know, we share a lot of things. We grew up together. So he's my brother. You know, we're doing this together. Uh, so we're both going to be full time. We're both going to be staff. Yeah. So that's another blessing. You know, another blessing as well is I'm getting baptized next month on Easter. Wow. That, what a miracle. Yes. That, that, that itself is that itself is just I get so emotional talking about it because, you know, I've. You know, I just realized now, you know, that God has got me this far. And uh, I, I understand why 
you know, a lot of things that happened in my life was, you know, probably for a reason. But now I know, you know, my mother and father, my grandmother, you know, it wasn't their fault. They had an addiction. They didn't have the support like I did. My brother does right now. Um, but, you know, I found my higher power. I found my, you know, my heavenly father, God. So I'm so grateful every day that I wake up, I pray to him. And this baptism is just another uh, blessed event in my life. You know, a lot of blessed things have happened in this past year. Uh, I've, you know, lost count. You know, I'm going up and up and up. And I, I just every day I feel so blessed. You know, I've learned to deal with my resentments. I've learned to forgive a lot more. I am just such on cloud nine every day, you know, and if something negative or something comes up that I know what to do, all I do is pray, you know, and then everything turns out. Everything is a God, you know, a God sent thing, you know, just the other day, you know, after me, my, my peer found out that we're going up on the ladder, we were going to our program at the clinic and we were hitting yellow lights all the way down. Seriously, every stoplight was yellow. So we hit like five yellow lights. And it was just me and him. So the day before we got the news about us going up to be staff and full time and on payroll. So he's all like, what's up with these yellow lights? And I said, Marlon, I said, it's just, you know what? You know what I'm thinking? He's all what? He goes, I'm thinking. I said, this is what I'm thinking. I said, God knows how good we're doing. So he's just telling us to slowly take our time getting there. You know, making us stop and reflect again. Right, you know, sure. The blessings right. that we're having right now. That's all. That's how I right. take it. You know, right. we weren't in no hurry. We weren't taking it the wrong way. It was just all positive. So right now, everything that I do, everything that I think, I always go to the positivity part of it. You know, before mm-hmm. my addiction was always negative. Oh God, this. You know, so nothing ever good ever happens to me. But now I can never say that. You know. That's amazing. Uh, amazing that you see that, Demetria. It's such a yeah. growth factor because initially when we're in the field with uh, Satan and in, in the world, we don't see that. But then mm-hmm. something happens. We come in here and we're so fortunate to have Demetria sharing today about Life on the Reservation on Healings and Addictions on Spirit-Filled Radio. We thank you folks for joining us. And this is an amazing story. Another emotional witness, which mm-hmm. is really the witness of God's mercy and God's love, which we see, we get to see every day, Dimitri and I, because we've chosen this path of recovery. So yes, um, that's a beautiful thing. So congratulations on your promotion. You and Marlon will be paid now, which is always a good thing mm-hmm. to teach people, other other people, how to be happy, joyous. And oh, free. yes, yes. That's a totally beautiful thing. So mm-hmm. I know we live one day at a time, but. What else does the future hold for you? What are some of your goals and what are some of your accomplishments between now and the time you get your 18-month chip and then your two-year? So what else is on the horizon for you? Yeah, that's going to be such a blessing day. You know, I have all my chips next to my bed. You know, I have all my... 24, one month, two month, three month, four. I made sure I got all of my chips. So, you know, but for, you know, upcoming, besides being full time, we might, you know, we're going to be not recruiting, you know, assessing more people to come into our program. Uh, we'll be going out to, uh, we're going to expand towards Tucson area as well, too. So, no, there's a potential of me moving out there to Tucson and taking care of that building and that program out there. I don't so. know. You better seek permission on that. I don't, know if, <laughs> I don't know if we can live without you, but if it's God's yeah. will, if it's God's will, we will. 
Yes. Right. I mean, there's there's so much going on with me right now. It's just a blessing. Whatever comes to me, you know, I'm going to take it with grace. I'm going to take it as God's sent, you know, God's sent blessing, you know, and I'm ready for it. You know, with uh, in my addiction, you know, I could never have done anything like this. And, you know, eventually going to be working towards getting a house and, you know, a vehicle and stuff like that, too, which is really possible now. So, yeah, it's just a really good blessing. A very, I'm very blessed right now in my life. And it all has to do to sobriety and, you know, accepting my higher power and working a program. You know, I can't emphasize enough to the newcomers, to my new people that come. I see, you know, um, just, you know, meetings, um, get your sponsor. Yeah. And just work the program. Keep going to meetings, you know, find that higher power. You know, everything's going to be good. That's a beautiful thing. So talk to us a little bit more about your brother, how things are shaping up for him and any, oh. other, any other family members, but go ahead. Yeah, my brother, he's actually going to be starting automotive school on Monday. Outstanding. I tell you, yeah. so, better you know, better. Yeah, he's the type of person that is very patient. Right. Like, me and him are like totally different on some pages, but he is really, really patient. He knows how busy I am, but, you know, there's days that he has his days and, you know, that makes me feel bad. But then that's that's his thing. You know, that's his way of coping. That's his way of recovery. So if he's quiet, leave him be. But, you know, he has a totally different outlook now. Now, now that he's going to be busy with school, you know, that's something that I think it was just that he didn't have nothing else to do but, you know, do the program or workout. But now he's actually got a schedule like me. So, you know, he's going to be, you know... Probably not like me, but complaining about, oh, this is my day. Don't call me. No, I don't really say that, but, you know, right. uh, but yeah, he's going to know, you know, he's going to have a schedule. He's going to be more happy, happy to be going out and about. So yeah, things are looking up for him as well. Uh, family members back home, you know, we're planning to go home for the summer, you know, for a week or two and go around and visit some family members who haven't seen us in a while you know, spend some time with them and a lot of just working with my program. You know, I'm really uh, blessed to be here. You know, I think God put me in this program to help others. So yeah, with me reaching out through my program to uh, people that I know back home too, they see how well my brother are doing. So they want to come out and experience that as well. So you Attract, know, attraction, not promote. Yes. Right. Attraction, not promotion. That's just a wonderful yes. story. Demetria, thank you so much. We've got a few minutes left here. And I'd like you to take a minute, if you would, and just summarize what God has meant to you. Because if God is everything, God is everything. And he got us all here. He gave us another chance. And, you know, I was in the wilderness for 20 years, but he waited patiently for me. Uh, patience and as our guide and we need to have that and just wait for God's will. So talk mm -hmm. to us a little bit of summarize your story, your walk, where you are today, blessings that God's given to you. Yeah, like I said, you know, I used my AA home group as my higher power first, you know, doing my steps, but now now uh, I found God, you know, we go to church every Sunday and just hearing our pastor talk and, you know, seeing all these uh, baptisms and just finally just, you know, listening and opening my ears. And, you know, and it's just I've noticed that everything 
that's happening to me happens for a reason. Uh, there's a lot of God, uh, well, I guess God shots or what do you call? Yeah. So, you know, a, yeah, lot of exactly. a lot of blessings, it happens for a reason. And now I understand that I hear him, you know, I know what he has in store for me and I'm ready for it. You know, I could never say enough how grateful I am to wake up every morning, bless, you know, to have another day. And it all has to do with God, you know, and I'm every day I go closer and closer to him. Every day I go closer and closer to him, and it's such a blessing. That's so and, beautiful. Thank and you. And I pass it on to my my family. My family members know, my peers know. So, all right. And you, we get it back tenfold. So oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a minute and read the promises, and then Demetri okay. is gonna take us out with the Our Father. And and okay. uh, if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we'll be amazed before we're halfway through. We're gonna know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity, and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we've gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. So, Demetria, are these extravagant promises? We, we, we think not. Thank you. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. And thank you, folks, for joining us on Spiritful Hearts Radio. Thank you, Jim Governale and... Uh, Michael Bola and Katie Hughes and the entire team, Deacon Stephen, Rucko, uh, Anne, uh, Marianne, his lovely bride of 50 plus years. So we are all about God on Spiritful Radio and also Healings of Addiction. So please do us the honor, Demetri, of taking us out with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, Father who art in heaven, hallowed be, hallowed thy, be name. thy name. Kingdom come, come thy will, will be, be done. done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation for us from evil. Amen. Rise the kingdom, kingdom and the glory, and the glory. Forever, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you, goddaughter. You're one of my favorite goddaughters. And you know who the other ones are. There you sit. Yeah, I know. All of you, all of you sit together. You're all beautiful goddaughters of mine and I'm blessed. Thank you for all you do for me. You you have no idea how much you do for me. I think you're finding that out. So thanks, folks, for joining us on Healings and Addictions, another story of miracles and blessings from the reservation. And God is with us. Who can yes. be against us? We are so blessed and honored. Thank you, Demetri. God bless you. Right. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye. Have a blessed day. You too. Been listening to Healing of Addictions on Spirit Filled Radio. For more resources, come find us at spiritfilledmedia.org. That's spiritfilledmedia.org. It's the feeling you get when you see a familiar face in a crowd of strangers. It's the way the embrace of a loved one feels after a hard day. That feeling is comfort. And it's what we provide to families who turn to O'Connor Mortuary in their moment of need. 
More than just providing quality funeral service, we provide the necessary guidance and support to help Catholic families and people of all faiths and cultures process grief and heal their hearts. We are here to help every step of the way. For compassionate comforts in a time of loss, call O'Connor Mortuary in Laguna Hills. You can reach us at 949-581-4300. That's 949-581-4300. O'Connor Mortuary is a sponsor partner of Spirit-Filled Radio. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please consider supporting Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry with a one-time or monthly gift. Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We are only funded by generous donors who believe in our mission to evangelize.